coming down the aisle, representing the Hyphen Podcast Group, they are the unbeatable team of B-Hyphen. I'm just saying, you worked yourself into a shoot answering the question. Handsome Bane. My, my firm belief is a DDT should beat anybody. Showing mad love. Rid of me this Batman. If two go in the pink. The novelist. Diggity dope. And catch it, Eddie. This is what Brock Lesnar thinks he looks like if Brock Lesnar were a beautiful woman. They are the Wrestlecast. Power What up, though, loved ones? It is I, Brett the Hitman Hart. No, I'm joking. Uh, what up, though, loved ones? It is I, Brett the Hitman Hart, a.k.a. Casual B, a.k.a. Son of a Goon from Saskatoon, Stu Hart, a.k.a. Captain Canada, a.k.a. Lawrence July. Don't check me. Check the form on that German suplex. Come on, what are we doing here? The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And this might be weird, you know. It's 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 strange for me uh, to come in here, uh, in in the Rasslecast podcast studio, and uh, no nobody be here. Um. And so, uh, you know, the show must go on, and uh, me trying to be a consummate consummate professional. Uh, I I, I just uh, picked up the sticks. And so to speak, and uh, now I'm uh, I'm I'm hosting a podcast for at least for for the week. And uh, hang on, I, I'm I'm pretty parched, and I don't I don't uh, again I don't I don't I don't have the razzle dazzle of uh, of of the guys on uh, the Razzle Cast Power Hour when it comes to uh, z- z- you know sick segues and uh, you know professionalism and covering. <laughs> when I cough, you know, um, so I'm going to wing it and, uh, you know, I'm just going to take on the challenge, but first I'm going to, I'm going to have some water. I'm going to lean away from my microphone so I don't gross you out. <clears throat> All right. Um, let's see. What do we got here? Uh, I got this little stream. Deck I... Yeah. I have a couple concerns. All right. Uh, well, there we go. Uh, well, well, there's nowhere to go but up from now. For for now. All right. Um. Okay. <sighs> Come on, Brett. You got this. You got this. All right. <clears throat> uh, top three yellow belly cowards. Uh. Top three yellow belly cowards. I was I was told. All right, there we go. All right. 
got my list off the ground. I dropped it at the most inopportune time, and I I don't I don't guess you were supposed to know that. We're three minutes in. We're we're, we're three minutes in, and I'm I'm spiraling, but I, it's okay. It's okay. Here we go. Uh, top. Oh, I had top five gutless, yellow-bellied cowards. Uh, number one, uh, Eric Bischoff. Um, no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna, I am, um, you know, a lot of people thought that I was, you know, was gonna get the opportunity to come on to, uh, do a wrestling podcast and just, uh, come and, and, and bury, bury a bunch of guys, you know, um, it'll be, it'll be very Brett the Hitman heart of me. Hulkamania is dead! Oh, man. Unfortunately, you know, there's still remnants of Hulkamania. Uh, but no, I, 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 I honestly didn't come on here to do this. Um, I, I just wanted to show another side of my uh, personality. I could be uh, funny and, 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 and witty. And, uh, you know, so here we are, you know, uh, I'm, I'm doing it. Uh, but no, we're not going to do five top five gutless yellow belly. You're a liar. It's a liar. I'm just over here pressing buttons, you know. That's the only way. That's the only way you're just going to just, I'm just rolling. I, I've rolled up my sleeves. And uh, I'm, I'm pressing stuff. And I'm just going to figure it out. Um, so, well, okay, one more thing. I'm going to bury one more. I'm, I'm going to bury Hogan one more time. Um, just, you know. A little housekeeping just to just to move the the show forward. Uh, Hogan when Hogan hosted uh, the episode "Oops All Terry," and um, he droned on for about forty nine minutes, just just going just going for broke, just just screaming into the void, and uh, there was nobody around to stop him. So. Um, I uh I I have no intention of going on that long and uh you know I, I promise uh, it's it's better than it's it's better than the, the past 5 minutes okay I'm stumbling and bumbling but it's it's okay it's okay you know we're we're telling a story we're telling a story here all right so you got that you you got that you're you're Bret Hart fans you know how that goes um well, no, I got a couple of questions. Uh, the, the the very last second, people found out that I was going to be on the on the the, the Rasslecast Power Hour, and uh, so uh, there were a couple things. Somebody somebody asks uh, Brett, uh, CM Punk is back, and the Rasslecast Power Hour simply refuses to talk about him. And, uh, I, I I understand, um, but do you mind going ahead and telling us all if what I'm sorry the, the guy wrote it like there are a lot of ellipses and that sort of thing uh they basically they want to know how I feel about punk and if it's if it literally is a good thing or a bad thing um I think it it has potential uh it's it's uh you know society we try to offer second and third and fourth chances and it just so happens that uh we keep giving the same guy all these chances, uh, you know, even when you factor in the UFC, uh, which, I mean, come on, you know, I, I, I give, I give credit for big swings, you know, um, now going out there and, uh, purposefully getting CTE, you know, that's not a good thing. I mean, you're, you're, 
you know, not to make light of anything like that, you know, my career ended abruptly thanks to, uh, you know, negligence, but I, uh, I, I, I wasn't in no hurry to, to, to go in there and prove myself, uh, you know, but, but Phil did and, uh, he went in there and he tried it out, uh, granted at the time UFC was at, where I was at the height of my, uh, popularity and, uh, physical peak, uh, the UFC was still its David and Goliath tournaments and, you know, just barbarism. You know, so it uh, it wouldn't have made it would have made no sense for me to try anything like that. Uh, but uh, by the time Punk was doing things, it was a lot more regulated, and so uh, you know it did it did come off a little safer. Uh, you know, you you talk to Shamrock and those guys about how that kind of just that locker room, that culture. If you thought you know the WWF had a crazy culture, you know you don't want to know what. Tank Abbott and those guys had to do, you know, Tank Abbott's a guy who, who'd uh, paralyze a guy and make fun of it in the, in the ring, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't see any need to get involved in that. And that's not exactly what punk got involved in. Um, but still, uh, you know, that can shorten a career, uh, going over there. So, um, factoring all that in, you know, um, and that maybe, maybe people have, you know, their, their expectations are too high for CM Punk, you know, um, even at the height of his, his popularity, it still hadn't reached its full potential, you know, and, and, um, so there's a lot of regret there, and, uh, you know, Punk's gonna have to let some things go, and maybe it looks like he has, um, I mean, you know, I lost my brother, you know, and I, I was, I was back on the program, and, uh, you know, does it all sit well with me? Probably not, you know, uh, but right now, uh, I, um, I feel a lot lighter. So, um, you know, I, I, I hope that punk is reaching that same. There are a lot of parallels in his career, uh, to mine, you know, and, uh, there are a lot of times where, uh, he, he spoke up and I, I kind of, I think I kind of admire, you know, uh, but at the same time, you know, I wasn't taking things lying down either you know i was punching guys in the face so you know uh time and a place you know like i said we're, we're we're probably a lot more alike than most people would like to uh, admit um but you know i'm the good one so uh you know of course my dogs oh uh, that's what that does um yeah i don't know uh I I I I I hope the best for the guy. He's got a potential to make a literal ton of money uh with Steve. Um Steve's going to come in. He's you know, he's he's I mean, come on. You know, we're all we're all old guys now. I'm not going out there. Uh I'm gonna throw a punch. Still got some snap on 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 the working punch, but uh you know, I'm not I'm definitely not taking a bump. I Oh, you know, they, they, I can't even get on the, the stage at, uh, you know, I can't even get inducted to the hall of fame without somebody trying to wrestle me, you know, uh, so, ghost ride to whip. All right. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, <laughs> it's, it, this is a wacky kooky business that we, we work in, man. And, uh, that, that we, you know, 
you're the boys, you're the boys. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, Punk's got to learn. You know, he's got to – and uh, maybe maybe he has. Maybe he has. He looks a lot different. You know, the, I saw the little joke about uh, the AEW. Uh, well, we're just talking about uh, Kevin Owens punching guys in the back. Uh, which, by the way, I, I thought that was uh, that was one of the things that I caught on like Instagram with uh, the double punch by Kevin Owens. Uh, yeah, you know that, that that would be a really interesting, uh, really interesting uh, table for a tree as uh, me, Kevin Owens, and CM Punk. Uh, let's book it. You know. Oh damn! <laughs> Super Brawl Saturday? Oh yeah, we could call we'd call it Super Brawl Saturday. Well, it's table for tree. Anyway. Um So hey man, that looks like a good place to take a break. Uh the Rasslecast Power Hour. We'll be right back. Alright, and we're back with the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Uh and uh, yeah, you know, I just want to make sure we cleaned up the whole you know, made sure I completely answered the CM Punk thing. Uh, it has a ton of potential. Um, there are too many people in that area that are too smart to let CM Punk ruin that money. Um, I don't know, unless he just leaves again, which would be, you know, whatever. Um, but no, I don't think so. I, I, don't, I think, uh, you know, everything, all the, all the planets are lining up. And uh, whether you think he deserves it or not... Uh, you know he's about to he's about to get the uh the the big time wrestlemania moment he's uh been been, been praying for and, and and whinging on about uh so yeah good, shout out to him uh you know sometimes sometimes you're not ready for the spot until you know you're a little older and you, you learn some things uh so hopefully i don't i don't know yeah i don't, I don't know if he deserves it i don't know if he uh you know, if he's learned anything, I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, but whatever, you know, uh, things things happen sometimes. Um, all right. Uh, ooh, what talk on the DC Marvelization of pro wrestling? Uh, so yeah, so uh, this is a new concept that uh, isn't new at all. Um, talking about different versions uh dc or marvel versions of uh certain characters um so if you're you, you think back you know like the ultimate warrior and uh i don't know renegade i don't know but he's kind of like an obvious ripoff so i'm thinking maybe which would have been perfect maybe a couple of you know uh, about a year or so ago uh you got uh say like jade cargill and uh bianca belair you know they're very comparable uh, if they were to, you know, the the promotions were to battle, you know, that's the first thing we want to see. Uh, you want to see that match. They're 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 that evenly, you know. I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, Bianca's got a lot more polish. A lot of, you know, she makes a lot of difficult moves look really easy. Um, you know, uh, the the look uh, for both of them are outstanding. So just the, uh, you know, I. I I think that everybody's ready, really ready for the the mid ring stare down. Everybody really wants to see that. That's gonna that that's gonna make a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of light bulbs flash 
you know, um, that very moment. Um, so everybody get ready for that. But it's after that moment. It's, uh, you know, when we get, when we get that bell, you know, we get the, yeah, we get that. Everything after that, you know, uh, really, really has something to say about, about that, uh, those, those flashes going off. What up, you mutant miscreants? It is I, Oroko Saki, aka The Shredder, here to tell you about the Shredhead Podcast, starring me, The Shredder, and my best friend, my main brain, the brains of the outfit I'm talking about, Krang. Krang is there. He's my producer. We have a podcast. It's utterly ridiculous. It's an insane premise. Uh, to top it all off, I I haven't even seen the Ninja Turtles in years, but we're primarily talking about hoops. Yes, the national, the national BA, the W national BA. Um, uh, oh damn it! I've run into the lyrics. I'm sorry, but just check out the Shredhead podcast. It's me. It's crying. It's crazy. So that would be an obvious one, uh, uh, Bianca or uh, uh, Bianca and uh, Jade Cargill. Um, I don't know. I think, uh, uh, or like when we say, uh, if Seth Rollins was maybe in AEW, you know, he'd be the uh, uh, dubbed, uh, dubbed uh, Nakamura. You know, um, any of those things. Yeah. So that that's fine. Uh, yeah. The, well, I'm gonna leave this for the boys to do. Maybe like a draft. Uh, the DC Marvelization of pro wrestling. There we go. All right. Um. Ooh, top five gutless yellow belly cowards. No. Um, Ghost ride the whip. No, I'm joking. Um. Oh, somebody asked for a story. All right. Well, I got you know I, I, I got good stories, but I'm um, not not very colorful when it comes to them, and you know I I, I deliver them with this dry subtlety. Um, but no, this one's, this one's really good. Uh, it's, it's another, uh, Owen story. Another, another story where Owen, this one, he ribs Shawn Michaels. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe I'll, uh. Can he afford to pay me to wrestle run? I don't know. Yeah, there we go. That's how we'll introduce the segment. Uh, all right. So this, uh, this, this was around the time. Uh, Sonny, yeah, it's, uh, and, uh, I don't know, Sonny, uh, hold your head, you know, you're... Yeah, I don't know, Sonny, uh, shout out, shout out, shout out to, 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 boy, oh man, that is, uh, that is... The end of a book that was not like the beginning of the book. If I if I could, uh, you know, that is, it, it's it's crazy, you know. Um, yo, they say your hot dog and a handshake in exchange for a fan base. Hey man, you know, you never you never know. Uh, but no nah, man, um, shout, hey, you know, hold your head, maybe you know, be a nicer person. Yikes on bikes, guys. Um. But no, uh, this story takes place uh, around that time, around the Potty Donna's time. I think uh, Sean and Sean and Tammy had uh, maybe been messing around by that time. Uh, apparently, they were. 
actually that's kind of what this story hinges upon it's actually the origin of the sunny days promo there we go yeah um so this is where the sunny days promo came from uh we were out at a bar uh and by we i mean everybody uh, in the entire locker room uh you know owen davy me smoking guns yoko's there uh he's there with taker the bone street click all those guys are there uh godfather i think it was i think it was comma at the time um it's just all all the guys and uh you know there's of course tammy and uh chris chris is there sean's there with the click we're all it's uh god i don't even know a bar it's it's, it's been like 50 bars since it was this bar but uh i don't know, I think it was like uh, the sunset it sunset in or something like that i don't know uh heartbreak heartbreak hotel for the 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 sake of the story here um so uh yeah everybody's there and of course like i said sunny's there and uh she comes in looking like the last slice of pizza because it's all those guys i just mentioned uh a couple of couple of you know a couple local girls um you know, uh, if you if you've read my book, you know that I scouted the talent, so to speak. Not to be gross, but you know, just owning it. But uh, you know, um, like I said, Sunny came in. She's the only girl there. Bunch of hard legs, you know. Uh, and uh, people are oogling and googling. Sean is making it painfully obvious uh, that he is trying to smash that night. And Sonny was mad at him. And Sonny, you know, kind of not taking Chris's feelings into consideration anyway, uh, decides to not, you know, rub and hug up on her husband, but uh, to come up to me and start rubbing my shoulder and calling me champ and uh, that sort of thing. And, you know, Sonny and I were never intimate, but we we were good friends. Um, But I, I told her, I said, hey, I don't appreciate you you know, trying to put me in the middle of any of this, you know, and she said, no, no, I'm sorry, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, and and she was touchy-feely anyway, you know, she was always putting hands on guys and just, uh, you know, either punching or pinching or squeezing or doing something, you know, she's just a very, very affectionate girl, you know, and uh, she, you you can cut, you know, it's just another situation where you can cut the uh, sexual tension with a knife anywhere, you know, uh, and so, uh, you know, that, that was it, you know, I cut her straight and that was that. And, uh, you know, uh, Owen comes up to me and, you know, I'm hanging out with Owen for most of the night. And, uh, then, you know, Sean bumps into Owen and he, you know, he calls him, uh, he calls Owen an asshole or something like that. And everybody's, you know, that's like a, that's pretty much a party foul, you know? And, uh. You know, and, and Owen, you know, he just, uh, you know, he just smiles. He says, my bad. I'm sorry, sorry, Sean. My bad, Sean. And, uh, you know, and you can tell that Sean felt bad because, you know, he, you know, he, he, you know, he, he didn't like me. And that was definitely meant for me. That asshole comment was 100% meant for me. Um, but I hadn't done anything. And, uh, you know, Sonny had made him jealous. You know, that was 
part of the little twi- sick twisted game they like to play sometimes uh that we knew of because I, I i didn't want to know anything that was happening once the door was closed i didn't want to know anything that was happening while the door was open in front of me you know i, I didn't want to be a part of it that's that that's what i said you know i told i told sunny you know leave me out of it and uh you know sure enough you know that, that flared up with them and uh you know owen owen said you know he said hey it's all it's all good you know and uh you know we all go back you know we're, we're going back to the hotel and uh you know kev and 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 kevin and uh kevin hall kevin hall uh, scott hall and kevin nash they come over and uh you know they're like hey you know no no hard feelings you know he's just uh drunk and uh you know and you know and owen's you know he's waving it off he's like hey guys come on come on you know what are we gonna do here you know this is the business they're the boys you know and uh well you know we don't even have to talk about it uh and then owen says however and uh you know it, it was it was a rare night where uh you know the the hart brothers and uh and uh scott uh scott hall kevin nash we we kind of got together and uh you know uh scott hall says uh look we just put sean in his room you know he's uh he should be out like a light you know he's, uh, yeah he's had too much to drink but um I bet, I bet we could get a little get back, you know. And Owen says, you know, uh, hey, I'm I'm way ahead of you. So we all, we all pile up in my room, and uh, because I had a speakerphone on on my phone in the hotel, it was like a brand new feature around that time. Um, but you know, we're gonna rib Sean, and uh, Owen Owen doesn't tell us what he's gonna say. He doesn't he doesn't tell us anything that he's gonna do. And, uh, so he, he, he gets on the phone, he calls Sean and we were, we didn't think Sean was going to answer the phone. He was blackout, you know, you know, not to put his business out there, Sean, you were hammered. And, uh, but he rolled over and I think he was maybe expecting, I think he was expecting a call from Sonny and lo and behold, that's what he got when Owen called. And so that when was, you do clownery. The clown comes back to bite. Oh yeah, yeah. The clown's the clown's coming back to bite. Um and uh and I won't say every everything that was said back and forth, but uh however Owen calls and he uh he says, uh, this is Sonny, you know. But but Owen he he has perfect mimicry, so he sounds a lot like Sonny, you know, and if you're drunk, then maybe you think it is, which was really weird. Um to that was the first time I found out that he could sound like a woman and it was really you know put some things in perspective and so uh owen owen was a psycho uh when it came to that kind of stuff and so he's just egging on sean and he's uh you know he's talking about uh chris you know how he how he was never gonna leave chris candido for sean michaels and uh sean is just freaking out you know he's uh screaming in the phone and uh he was he was so loud um that uh duke the dumpster drosy came out of his room and uh he came and knocked him knocked on the door and was asking you know if everything was all right with sean and uh he came in and he phoned out so so all the all the boys eventually piled in the room and uh always just just egging him on at this point and uh finally uh he says uh 
And Brett has a bigger dick than you. And uh, that just set Sean off. That Sean, Sean couldn't deal. Um, he's screaming. And he's like, uh, that's he, he's broke down. And uh, you know, like I said, I don't I don't want to say too much to I don't I don't want to make Sean look too bad here. But um, he, I think now, I think now, uh, you know, once, uh, he would one hundred percent think it was hilarious. And uh, so. That's uh, that was that was us, Sean. That was that was Owen. Uh, he called you. He got you, little bastard. You know. Um, so. Yeah, Sean. Sean doesn't. He never knew. He never knew. Uh, he was he was making all kinds of crazy admissions. Um, and uh, so. He fully he he really believed that I had been with Sonny. Because because Owen was pretending to be Sonny and saying that my junk was bigger than his and he he, he couldn't take it so uh, that was uh, he basically came on uh, raw and uh, accused me of something that I I didn't do and uh, and it was because of Owen it was because because Owen so uh, there you go that is uh, the origin of the Sunny Days promo um, all right. Yeah, hey, I didn't even know I was going to tell you guys that story. Um, okay, so next week is going to be the WrestleCast Power Hours. Uh, best Wrestler of the Year. They're going to do their definitive top ten uh, countdown. Um, I'm going to give you my top five right now. Um, and so, so you understand the scoring of all this. You give us your top ten in order uh, of uh, ten to one. Uh Number 10 will get one point. Number nine will get two points. Number three will get uh, three points. I'm sorry, number I'm sorry, number eight will get three points. All the way down to where number one gets 10 points. Whoever has the most points based off of the voting will become the number one. Uh, the number one wrestler of the year. At the Rascal Cast Power Hour. So uh, right now, uh, here's who, who, who. Here are people who have points right now. Um, I I'm going uh, number five, Jade Cargill. A um, lot of potential, uh, great look. Uh, was able to do a whole lot with not as much uh, in the ring, um, and uh, just adding that actually to her uh her repertoire is going to really help her uh and so just based off potential alone uh jade cargill uh number four we're going willow nightingale uh it's so much i i think i feel like she was you know doing under underground uh bare knuckle boxing you know if if that's going on she's just always there to fight uh they call her happy vader i think she's more like um i think she's more like uh Awesome Kong, like uh, like a, a really happy, awesome Kong. Um, yeah, so uh, I I like to see that uh, Kong versus uh, Willow Nightingale, maybe passing the torch kind of thing. That would be kind of cool. Uh, number three is Athena, who is definitely uh, involved in underground bare knuckle boxing. Um, she's just so badass. Uh, she is really whipping whipping people out there. Um, Man, she's an actual warrior. 
I'm really afraid of Athena. She's great. Uh, number two, I'm going Bianca Belair, even though uh, half the year she didn't have the, the, the title. Um, I think she's reached the point where she doesn't need the title. Um, you know, she's she's legit. Uh, and she should be she should be facing, you know, the biggest names all the time. So, uh, you know, the Rhea Ripley's, the... Uh, yeah, basically the Rhea Ripley's, the Oscar, the, the, and and the the women's division in the WWF is uh, stacked right now. Um, insane amount of talent, uh, and even in that insane amount of talent, we're looking at uh, uh, somebody shine so bright uh, in Bianca Belair without the title, and so uh, that's kind of always been lacking in the women's division. You know, is uh, they they always had a hard time building around uh title picture versus uh you know just attractions and uh I think now they're confident enough in the in these girls to get it done um and number one is uh gonna be Trinity I'm going Trinity uh her whole career uh you know was at its lowest point uh in the muck in the mire and you know just being you know just you know just uh people being really icky toward her and uh and uh monet there uh mercedes monet um and just to uh bet on yourself the way they did and to still create as much commotion as they did um you know the, to just to be able to take your talent elsewhere and uh to uh make it that it make it evident that it's not just where you are you're not just a program player you're you know you are a bona fide star and so uh you know when when hunter gets everything together i'm sure uh trinity and uh mercedes monet will be made some some very lucrative offers um hunter's not an idiot you know uh it's kind of a well I don't know, it used to be a gutless yellow belly collar, but I think, you know, we're 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 past that. Um, so yeah. Uh other than that, that that's my top five. I made a case. Um and uh there's something else. There there there's just something about these uh these wrestlers. Um I can't quite put my finger on it. Uh anyway. Uh, before I go, I got a Brett commendation. Uh, me and Owen versus the Steiner brothers. Um, it's a classic, uh, tag match, uh, ends in, I'll tell you right now, there is no definitive winner. It, uh, made us both look incredible. And I really wish we would have been able to, uh, wrestle those guys and, uh, and have a, have a, have more of a back and forth. Um, and, uh. You know, that was before we all found out that they were raving lunatic, uh, racist and homophobes and uh, transphobes and all that stuff. So uh, just uh, let it be known that the Hart brothers won that match because we're just uh, really keen guys. So, uh, yeah, I think that'll do it. Uh, I did it in less time than Hogan. So, uh, you know, uh, just check, uh, check, check me out on uh, social media, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'll be hanging out. Uh, I'll also be here on the Rasslecast Power Hour. Um, those uh, Power Rangers, they should be back. You know, at least some of them should be back by next week. 
Uh, until then, um, I don't know, uh, keep it sleazy. Peace. You can find B-Hyphen at B-Hyphen on Twitter and the B-Hyphen on Instagram. Follow Handsome Bane on Twitter and Instagram at ILA underscore POW. Mark Rob can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Showin Mad Love. Sayonara, smelly nerds. This, this is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?